Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 27! Miguel's nervous because he knows that we've been drinking, and not only have I been drinking, but Miguel took his very first shot of 27 episodes. He took a shot of Patron before we did this. We've been, we've been, we've been vibing out the last hour. Miguel, welcome. I'm happy. Hey, guys, too, if you listened to last week's episode, there was a big discussion uh, <laughs> about what animal we would have sex on. Do you have it on your phone, the answer? Uh, so one of the, one of the, uh, the listeners came All right, came so back. if you just started listening to this, um, I don't know what episode it is, and do not tell them, the listeners, because they don't deserve it if they just started listening, but one of the 27 episodes, I gave out my phone number. And I actually talk back, and I and, and just to, just to prove to y'all, like here is a text message from the air the area code three or no, I'm sorry, five three zero four zero one five eight zero eight. This guy texted me. You just gave the whole number out. You were like, I, don't, I don't know what, area why code. I did that, but uh, he said happy birthday to me uh, on my actual birthday. And then he just said, hey, Mike, I was listening to last week's episode. That's There's, episode 26, guys. He said, there's no winning last week's episode on what animal you would have sex with. Because of bare average lifespan's 25, while Miguel's blue whale is 85 to 90. So yeah. you'd be fucking some granny-ass whales. Old-ass whales, I'm over here man. getting them, like, at the end of their age. They're, they're seniors, but they're fucking still prime age to... So humans my but, whale's so old she's like telling me racist anecdotes and i'm like that's not right <laughs> you know your bear is only 25 so she's annoying as fuck you're fucking your whale has seen like both world wars and shit and like yeah <laughs> my whale's having dinner at 4 30 at denny's and then watching jag and a movie starring wilford brimley what i heard i've heard fucking alex trebek passed away i'm gonna tell you this which I'm, I'm gonna rub all, some Worth Originals on my pussy clit. I'm all and about call it a night. I'm all about old people having dinner early, though. They nailed it. Like, why do you want to wait late? You Get know, hey, I, have a, I have a, I have a psychological answer to that that I've analyzed over the years. I think because the older you get, the more you want to watch the sun come up. Because there's something no, about the you're sun just, come up. You're just, you're just like, no, you're just being sentimental and stupid. It's the older you get, the harder it see is. See how he to, talks to me, guys? To stay see asleep this? You see because this? you know death is creeping behind yeah, you. Yeah, and you want to watch every fucking sun come up. You're like, oh, this will be uh, this is only I only got like 200 of these left. I might as well go ahead and suck, suck them in. You think you're gonna be like that old sentimental guy? Oh my god, I'm already fucking the old sentimental guy at the age of 40. I'm gonna be fucking so fucking emotional and be like, <laughs> well, guys, this will be the last time I ever drive down this highway at this time in this car because odds are I won't make it that make it make another time around the sun. Are you, you know? gonna be? Are you gonna be like an old dude who lies about stuff to people, like back in your day and stuff? Because I, hey, Chris, no disrespect to you, Chris served our nation. I may damn well at eighty five have an Operation Iraqi Freedom hat on my head, just so I can tell people you haven't seen shit. They're like, let the old man be, man. He's seen some real stuff. And then because social media will still be relevant, then they'll go back and they'll be like, yeah, during the war he was fat as hell, and I see a picture of him at a Wu Tang concert. And I'm like, yeah, but it was rough there. It was a, it was a fucking. I had to leave. All right, leave me alone. Yeah. So, episode twenty seven. Here we are. Who would have thought? I see the little smile on your face, so you can't hide it. You're about to be everywhere. One more shot. Mike's one no, more I'm shot away. I'm fucking feeling I'm, I got... Listen, your energy last week was so good, it just it just pulsated through my, my soul. And we, I just want to I just want to recreate last week's episode. It was, it was that good to Well, me. last week's episode didn't have 17 shots in it, so we'll see where this week's Hey, whoa, whoa. Us. I'm only three shots in Patron and... 
I don't know what you call a, an entire a goblet. A goblet of uh, crown apple is, but you could fill the skull of a badger, like it's it's badger skull uh, sized. I don't know what a badger skull looks like. Well, I don't know. You are Mister Fucking Anthropologist of fucking animals and, and humans and bones, and I would say. you've been studying what animal you're gonna fuck for a long while because you hit, really hit me hard with the fucking the blue whale. I just with. It's just huge. You wouldn't have to worry about feeling weird about fucking it. But even a baby though, even though you know you took you took advantage of a senior citizen fucking blue whale, are, are you going to sleep okay at night, Miguel? She wanted it. She wanted it. I'm going to start calling you Jonah, the whale fucker. <laughs> so, guys, um, here we are um, almost one month down in 2021. We have a new president. And uh, even though I did not want him to be president, I'm mature enough to say he is my president because I am a United States American citizen. So um, here we are. Uh, Who would have thought 2021? I thought for sure we were going to get took out by fucking some giant asteroid or something. I thought the aliens were going to blow up the earth. I thought something was going to happen, but it didn't. So here we are. I feel like it's the year 2000 all over again and, and 2012. Like, we're waiting for something crazy to happen, and just, here we are. Like, some common core math problem. It's, like, 2020 and 2012, like, mixed together. Last year was the longest, shortest year of my life. It happened so fast, but yet it was so long. Last year, March lasted for, like, seven months. That's what happened. Like, it was was January, February, March for seven months, and then we rushed to finish out the rest of the year. I don't know. I mean, there's so much to talk about. The history books of what happened this year and the craziness. It's fucking crazy. But here we are. And we're still going strong. And I know you hate when I keep bringing this up. But I am so glad we're still doing this. And consecutively, we've only took like a week and, and off. And then we took, then we went back to it. And then we took another week off. So two weeks this whole time we've only took off. And so. through the whole podcast run? Yeah. That's only, impressive. Yeah. Yeah. That's I impressive. mean, we, we did a couple Wednesday nights when we almost missed some because we had to do things. We did a couple that way too late at night, like oh, four, five, six in the morning. The all-nighters sucked, man, because it's like you're fighting everything. Like you're trying to be funny. You're trying to be poignant. You're trying to stay awake. And then you also know you're getting to that point where like I'm an hour and a half away from not sleeping tonight. You know, I'm at that point where it's just going to roll over. I keep trying to get Chris to stay the night here. but I had to ask him. I was like, so do you wet the bed? Because I was, like, thinking, like, so why wouldn't you stay night in my house? Because I was, like, thinking, like, as a child, I wetted the bed. And I didn't want to stay night at people's houses at first until I was, like, hey, you got a dog? And they're, like, yeah, why? I was, like, oh, nothing. And then I was, like, I'll blame it on the dog. Like, look, oh, look. Your look, dog look. pissed on my pants. Sasha pissed all over the bed. And it took a duke in my pants. Your dog took a duke in my pants. Dude, I remember. Uh, Your dog li- eats a lot of corn. Living in uh, Santa Camille right outside of San Diego. You lived outside of San Diego? Yes, sir. And uh, I remember uh, looking down at my Levi's, my little boy pants. I pissed the bed so much that the button on the pants was rusty. You were wearing the pants to sleep? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> no wonder my dick's so small. I suppressed it all this year. <laughs> all these sec- years. Wait a second. Wait a second. And you rusted the button with your piss? <laughs> no, listen. These pants probably had been through... Like crazy ass kitty juice, fucking urine, like acid, fucking Terminator getting dipped into the cauldron of fucking lava and shit. That's what my any like my zippers. Forget about it. 
<laughs> zippers were fucking done for. Did I they had, have that? Did they have that like white stain in the front from like acidic piss? Eating no, that was through? that was that was sweat. I used to get that on my other stuff, my athletic wear in my later years. But um, what were we talking about? Because we we, were, we have not found a subject yet. Yeah, that's okay. Welcome to the show, Miguel. <laughs> Twenty seven episodes into bouncing it. around here. So um, I was a virgin until I was twenty one, which I talked about a lot. But I had I was talking before we um, started this podcast. There was this girl named Lizette Guerrero, hot little fucking, fucking uh, Cuban chick, and she, her mom, uh, I think she was a widow or they had divorced or something, and um, she was like, "No, I, I must have stayed virgin." And I was like, "Yeah, me too, baby." And I, I meant it because I didn't, I didn't, I wanted to do it God's way. I mean, we talked about this before, but um, there are certain things when you're young that will tie you over. And you're okay with not having fucking vaginal penetration. Because you haven't had it yet. Yeah, because you don't know how good it is. Because once you've had it, you're like, no. And I think the problem is that kids with morals and shit put it up such high on a on a pedestal. And then, I don't know I, know I did, because I'm just an emotional fucking homo. I'm just like, oh, no, I want it to be special. I want to do it God's way. It's like not morals, though. It's like one kind of moral code. Cause it's Sentimentalness. Like, yeah, just like beat down like religious belief. Because you were worried, too, like you would anger God for it or something, right? I was also broke as shit, and I knew I couldn't afford a baby. And I was like, oh, the part. moment my dick even comes out, it's getting everyone in the room pregnant. Yeah. I got to hold this dick down. They, they really peed us down with like how you were going to have a baby. Like... Like, sex ed in, like, your junior high year, they were like, if your dick is five, it was like COVID. They're like, if your dick is closer than six feet and it's not wearing a mask, you got it pregnant. I've only, you know, I've only, I've had sex with a lot of women, consensually, and I've only fucking have come inside of, like, a handful of them. Can you believe that? No, that's And crazy. there's no real, like, rationality to it. I mean, there kind of is in my mind. One time, I cummed in this uh, black stripper. And she tried to. We talked about that me. last episode. So like, I had no emotional real connection to her. Then I've come inside of like two or three girlfriends, and then sometimes I, I, you ever talk dirty to a girl while you're fucking her, and you're like, yeah, you, I'm gonna come inside of you, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, do it, Danny, do it. And then you pull out and you just nut on her face, and she's like, why didn't you come on me? And you're just like, I was just talking dirty to myself. I was like trying to get myself hyped up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come on you. Yeah, I'm going to come on you. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm When a not. girl lets you come on her face, you instantly know you're not the one and I love you. You know both those two things at the same time. When she's like, you can come on my face, you're like, we're never going to be more than this. And also, you're amazing. <laughs> Would you rather have a video of you sucking a dude's dick on the internet Where or the f- you covered in jizz from a dude coming on you? <laughs> Like, there's nothing worse than what like a photo if, if there was a photo of you floating around the internet would you just like looking into the camera like dead eyes there's and a you got jizz in your here, face that's a, that's like all you'd rather, credit you'd is ra- gone you'd rather suck a dude's dick on picture because the jizz you no, can man, bullshit I'm just asking. Like, the we, jizz were, we were talking about fucking whales and bears yeah, last week okay you, okay now we're talking about okay because the jizz you could because here's the deal the jizz you could bullshit <laughs> you could be like you could be like that's my jizz like, oh, but the, but the sucking—that's someone else's. I know dick. dudes that literally play tummy sticks and they jack off on their chest and shit. And I'm like, no. <laughs> However, about a year and a half ago, I accidentally jacked off onto my stomach, and I was like, no. Hey, I'm my, like, no. 
my own boy Devin tells me a story about him and this dude running his train on the girl, and uh, she was fucking uh, sucking Devin's dick, and he was hitting her from the back. Hell yeah! And he pulls out, and he just sprays and went all over his own. Oh no! <laughs> we we had a Veterans Day party uh, not this year but last year, and some guy was you know a little too close to the fucking the fireworks and caught him some jizz right in the ear, and I posted on my. My fucking Instagram, I put friendly fire. And and all it is is a close-up of the side of his face with his ear. And it's full of jizz. And I was like, whoa. But I didn't, like, say, like, this is from dick juice or nothing. Fucking Instagram pulled it down and said it was fucking sexually, whatever, fucking, I don't know. I went down on this girl, Tracy, one time. And she started to, like, quiver. And I was like, what? It was like one of those movies when, like, a bunch of bats are about to come out of a cave. And you're like, what is that? And she was, like, quivering. And I was like, what? And then I just literally saw, like, her vag open up. I was like, oh, and I ducked to the side. (laughs) It just matrix Like Predator. It's like. Yeah. But I literally Opening up like. I think of those movies when they got the flashlight in the cave. And they're like, what's that? Hello. 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 You know, I saw her and I was just like, you know, it was, the coin it was down the coming. well and you heard echoing. Well, it was just like, what is that muscle moon? It was like, and I was like, dodge, get down, get down. I can imagine Steven's like, why didn't you just open your mouth and smile? You know, Chris is like, why didn't you humiliate her for doing it? Yeah, we got two sexual deviates here. Yeah, uh, if you ever, Steven if you ever, and Chris, <laughs> they want to humiliate you. They want to punch you in the eye. <laughs> have you ever like, like watched blood run out of your nose? Yeah, like have you ever talked to somebody about like like what you think is kinky, and then you realize you're not actually in the game. Just when you thought you were about that life, you're like, yeah, mm, you're maybe like, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not. I'm okay with like tying a girl up, and they're like, cool. Have you ever like drowned a girl and then brought her back to life? And then made her watch the video of her drowning. He's like, "It's yeah, it's called a drunken sailor." <laughs> like, what the fuck? There's, yo, every friend has that. Every dude has that. Friends like, "Yo, bro, you know what a fucking a bloody vampire is." <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's it's a Montana. It's when you're in the state of Montana and you fucking come upside <laughs> upside down. I remember in the a cave. Fr- I was in high school and my homeboy Lewis taught me about a donkey punch, and I was like, "You can't do that to a human." He's like, "Yeah, man, you fuck her from the back, and then she's gonna have you punch her in the back of the skull." And I was like, "No!" <laughs> and you can no. literally find the definition of some of these things on like an Urban Dictionary and shit. Like, well, a fucking a Stephen a Stephen a, a Cleveland steamer is. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck, like. Who's making this shit up? Yeah, like I'm just. What about a blowjob in the car? Call me basic. I feel like I feel like I'm like maybe I'm old fashioned. I just like to have sex with multiple girls at once. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even. I'm not even an anal guy. Are you an anal guy? You're, you're Puerto Rican. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, if she wants it in the ass, that's cool, man. I mean, it's not like I'm searching it out, but yeah, you know, let's keep the options open. You know, I like like doing. I would look to the rest of the the, the oh, don't the look at the deviants. Here, but yeah, they're like. Know, that's where like, I start off the second night. Yeah, Steven's like, you ever wrapped your earlobe around your cock? There's guys that live legitimately right now. It's right called a Rembrandt. <laughs> There's a guy right now listening to this. Big he go, yeah. he had an argument with his wife before he went to work this morning about how she won't let him fuck him in the ass. Like, oh, well, my last wife let me give her anal all the time. There, what about the dudes who want it in the ass, though? Yeah. They're like, I'm not. I and just you, want her to stick something in my asshole. And bro, I'm like, listen, why do you want her to do it? Just get a dude. Some of the that's most, what you should like, be doing. Famous athletes, rock stars, all that shit. I have been in the game for a while, uh, and I've heard a lot of stories from some some of my lady friends, and they have blown my mind with like, yeah, he wanted me to peg him. 
And I was like, what's that? She's like, you know, peg him when you fuck him in the ass with like a strap on or some shit. I'm like, what? Yeah. I didn't believe her the first time. And then she would like disgustingly. Real talk. Busey. Tell me, Has like, a girl ever put a finger in your butt? No. Good thing. I've, I've, had, a, I've had one girl shout out to Cammie Mallette from Tampa area. She licked my asshole. And I wasn't, at first I was very uncomfortable. And then I was like, oh. I, I like my shit clean. I'm not a fan of it. Like it put because basically, get, look at Steven's face. He's like, "You pussies." He's but, like, uh, "This is rookie shit. It's yeah. like Harry Potter level one, bitch. Yeah. Get on my level." Steven's like, "If you if you ever got her to flick her head inside your ass and clean the tube, no, I, this is the thing. that's called a fucking Chilean minor. You just <laughs> go down into a dark place and don't come out. Because if they're licking your asshole, you personally, you have to put yourself." In a physical position that just feels weird. Either you're doggy style with your butt in the air or your legs are up holding your own. <laughs> There's no masculine position to getting your asshole eaten out. I'm trying to remember <laughs> how I got. I was on a waterbed. You I had doggy, a waterbed for a while. You were doggy style, motherfucker. No, no, I know I didn't. Cause that's some bitch. Ball, that's some bitch shit right there. With those giant balls just yeah. digging with your with your hands. No, nah, I'm your telling chin, you, real talk. Looking like two two girls at a slumber party. For one one time, balls. I was calling 911. I was like, "Damn, bitch, you going all the way down up in there? With my big ass <laughs> balls. My dick wasn't a hazard. It was my balls, and she was drowning there like a fucking giant shade. <laughs> it was like when you know, like if you ever uh, see a, <laughs> you see those pools." that had those covers like oh no kids fall in there they're gonna drown they'll gotta never get out a, you gotta put a baby gate around your <laughs> yeah, balls my, my balls need a baby gate cause this uh, shout out to Kami Millette Kami Millette she fucking picked my balls up and fucking went down so she I was sl- eating your ass so that means you were laying on your back like Hold a on, dead eat, roach eating's a strong word Miguel it was more like she was licking it she was eating your ass and you were laying on the ground like a dead cockroach but, and for the record stack on a hand of Bibles her tongue did not penetrate my anus okay but you were still Laying there like a dead bug. <laughs> no, I was only, you know how like when a baby gets lifted up, they get changed diaper. I was at like twenty five percent. I wasn't all the way up. So I don't know if you call that a proper ass eating or not. But yeah, she licked my asshole. All the way up, all the way up. Cammy Millette licked my ass all the way up. You got the rusty trombone, man. She was like. At first, I was highly uncomfortable, and I kind of wanted to punch her in the head. I was like, whoa. Donkey punch. Woo, you're mixing them all up, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm turning, turning turning some of the guys on. They're like, oh, really? Oh, Tell Steven's got to go right now. Did she bleed? <laughs> Did she bleed? <laughs> Steven taught me about a thing called a speculum, and basically, it's like clamps that you use to spread the anus open. Oh, my. What? Yeah. And then- I know you're not joking either right no, now. No. No. You know there's a stinky speculum in his trailer right now. If we, if, if Steven died- <laughs> look, for a, look for a clothesline out by the side of his trailer. If there's a pair of panties that are brownish and a fucking <laughs> couple of vice grips- you know it went down if last Steven night. If Steven died right now, I wouldn't even delete his history. I'd burn his trailer down. I'd yeah. just be like, I'd torch it and be like, no, man, you can't. I can't have my homie's name messed up. Because, you know, they'd be like, it's just, I don't know, man, there's these ice tongs that smell like shit we found. <laughs> Ever since I've become, like, you know, quote, unquote, woke, uh, there's some certain shit. Most, <laughs> a lot of shit I will not Google. Ever. And if I hear someone in the room going like, no, do not Google that on my fucking internet, please. Thank yeah. You. Yeah, don't Google speculum. Spreading butt cheeks open so you can pee inside butts and stuff. You know, there's like some like straight laced like uh, soccer mom lady. She's like, Henry, when you get home, we need to talk. And then he comes home. He's like, What is this I found on your your laptop? What is this? You looking for tranny prostitutes? 
well, you got something to tell me? He's like, no, 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 it must have been one of the kids. My my homeboy, Greg. Uh, like, we can handle these uncomfortable yeah. conversations. You know right now that someone's like, oh, oh, my God, what am I saying? What do I do? My homeboy, Greg, said his mom came to him one day. Uh, he's younger than us, too, because he grew up with, like, the Internet, you know? And he said his mom came to him one day with his laptop, and she was like, Greg, do you want to explain what's on this laptop? And he said, "Your Honor, Your well, Honor." He said the minute he saw her and he saw the laptop, he said, "There's nothing on there." He's like, I, "He's like, I called her Bluff 100." He goes, "Because if she would have actually seen what was on my laptop, he's like, she would have been furious, yelling, disgusted." He's like, as calm as she was, he was like, "Nah, you ain't seen shit, yo. I'm calling your bluff." It's like when you get caught by your girlfriend or something, and you're just like, "What? What?" You know, and there's this fraction of a second of in a guy's mind, he's got two he's got two routes he can go. He can fucking say bullshit that ain't mine, that wasn't me, da 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 or he can say Yep, duh. sorry about that, that's me. You go with the shaggy, it wasn't me every time. Every time. The old gaslight Back work. in the day I did. Back in the day and and um it sucks cuz you know you We've all like uh, hurt people that we care for and we love, and we don't do it to hurt them. I think sometimes Stephen and Chris guys, do, that's their kink. I think a lot of times some guys, especially that are in relationships, especially at the beginning, you get kind of away with a little bit more. And you're like, well, I didn't know if you're this was yeah. going to work out. You know, you didn't move your shit in yet. You know, like give me give me a couple months to get used to this because like, I've definitely had some fucking very interesting conversations when it comes to this type of subject. I'm like. All right, let me explain. All right, this girl, we were, she was supposed to fly here. She already booked a ticket, and I was supposed to fuck her, but then I met you, and then I started digging you, and I don't. And I've had, I've had some of the most awkward conversations ever that I wish were recorded. A lot of the stuff that a lot of our followers never ever see or hear. It's so fucking good, and I sometimes I'm just like, we have it in the office almost every day. We're like, damn. This should be on camera right now because it's not like what you're hearing in this podcast or what you see on the, on the website and stuff. It's some of the things that you never will hear because it just happens very candid and just we're like, wow, like, whoa, like this is fucking, they would love to hear this story. Cause sometimes I'll be talking to like some random dude or chick and they'll be like, oh, you ever had the cops mess with you? And I'm like, oh, have I? And then I go into a two hour story and they're just staring at me like, uh, where's the bathroom? They're I was like, like, hey, man. No, just... bitch, listen. The goddamn FBI was fucking living with me. And They're I'm like, like will you, you just understand? sign for this package, buddy? You know? Yeah, the Amazon driver's like, I got to go. Please yeah. leave me alone. I will not tell no one of this story. He's delivering a speculum to Steven. This one's <laughs> shit proof. You know? That's the worst thing when you uh, when you get a package and you, you get all excited thinking it's for you. It's like, oh, it's for them. Fuck. There's nothing worse getting someone else's package when you're expecting a package. You're like, oh, maybe it's my package. And you fucking open it up like, or you look at it you're like, oh, it's not my package. Fuck. Bunch of alter shit. When did I order this? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So many, so many stories, so many great, like, random awkwardness conversations. One of them, there was this girl that I wanted to fuck. I was in love with. Her name was Chelsea Botel. <laughs> True story. Hot, Google her. Blonde chick. Um, she. Uh, Some of these people are gonna hit them up. Hey man, I know Chelsea. You don't know me. Uh, but oh, I'm. I already know. I think about this every show. I'm like, 
hey, uh, what's up, blah, blah, blah. I know you don't know me, but I listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's, like, saying that you did da 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 with him. And and then they're, like, immediately, like, blocking them. Like, no, it's come back. I feel like people that yeah. have had sex with me are, like, no, it's come back to haunt me. No. <laughs> they're, like, in their office hanging out. And they're, like, hey, boss, you're a... Uh- your maiden name was Peterson, right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, God. Did you live in Central Florida? It's like those yeah. horror movies, like when the doll comes to life, like, honey, we got to go. It's back. <laughs> What's wrong? Why don't you tell me? Just get in the car. We don't have time. Hey, Mr. Van Tassel, can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and they're talking I'm gonna about just, the I'm just going to find him so you can meet him one day. So it just gets you like excited. <laughs> he was the first name that you just dropped. So Chelsea name. Botel. <laughs> so hot. Can you spell it just so we can find it easier? V O T L or E L. <laughs> she had sisters, and I got weird with one of her sisters too. Anyways, um, so I was like, I had put this pussy on a pedestal, like a young dumb Mike did, and it's like, oh, you know, she's oh man, she's so cool, and you know, I was kind of a you know like kind of a little pervert you know i was sitting across the room kind of. in high school like yeah i can I mean, she wears a skirt today you know i'm gonna see <laughs> right up them we call them ps it's panty shots <laughs> and every if you if you're my age you know what a panty shot is boys back in them them short skirt days yeah. you would you would literally sit in the worst chair the worst desk in the is classroom this bitch wearing a skirt god damn it yeah, you know? <laughs> and then you get called up to the fucking front. You got a giant, or well, in my case, a fucking hard on, a small hard on. You're like, must must wait, must flip it through my waistband and hide it. Fuck, hold my shirt's long enough. Shout out to Greg Ellis, who one time the teacher told him she was like, "Greg, can you come up here?" He goes, "No, ma'am, I got a boner." <laughs> the whole class Hell just yeah. Keep died it real. laughing. <laughs> See, back then I was still evolving into who I am, Miguel, and I was ashamed of my boner, my little boner. I used to but get ashamed of my boner. Now I wasn't I'm ashamed like, to Look tell. Look at you, buddy, doing good, huh? Nice. But I wasn't ashamed to tell Josie Botel how much she meant to me. And uh, one night she was dating some older dude. That bitch. I think his name was Ronnie. Ronnie, what? Let's find him. I, I don't. Let's get him on the show part. right now. I think he's dead of an overdose or something. He was like one of those Serves cool older right. dudes. He had a red. Mustang. He's one of those cool older. He's dead of an overdose. You know, well, he, was he was overdosing at the time. Maybe cool older dude. Yeah, I just got the best of him. He had too much pussy, too much fun right away. You Ronnie's know? so cool. Look at those track marks and those rose tattoos on his body. <laughs> so, anyways. Uh, I think she was like, you know, she was borrowing his car and she came over one day and she, she knocked on my window yeah. and I snuck out my window and we went joyriding. It was the greatest night of my life. And we went to <laughs> There's so the many Cloud Lake, like, Lake Front. The oh, I have so many great nights in my life. Every every 90 days I have one of those like, whoa, I hope I never get old and get fucking Alzheimer's and forget about this. This is awesome. Chelsea Votel in the Camaro of the heroin junkie. Sometimes I'm pissing drunk as fucking in a stall of a club or a bar or fucking Vegas or wherever, wherever the fuck I'm at. And I'm just like, wow, this is fucking life. I like it's a club or a bar in the city of Las Vegas. I'm just and there's pissing this, on the whole city. <laughs> there's, this, there's this random old Jamaican dude like, hey, man, you want a mint? Oh, that was Indian. <laughs> it's never Indian. Hey, man, you want this towel, man? I'm like, nah, dog. It's still Indian. It's just yelling. Listen, I will. T- listen, let me, t- for the record, and I'll t- keep this short and sweet. I tip any motherfucker. I'm so generous. I tip the motherfuckers like 100 bucks, 100 bucks here, 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 here. But 
I ain't trying to fucking tip the guy in the bathroom. Bathroom attendants no. are, let me tell you what it is. It's extortion. Yeah. You can't hide behind the soap and towels. Guarding this shit. Like, then, yeah. like playing fucking monkey in the middle. Oh, you want this towel? Oh, you I want always, this running water? I you ain't go, getting it. I always go to that handicap style and look at him like, you just played yourself, sucker. I Ooh. got a sink in here. And oh, my there. God. I do the same yeah. thing, bro. Same thing. I do the same shit. Yeah. I'm like, why do I need you, homie? I go straight to the connect. And you know what? As you're holding your dick and you're pissing, or if you're in the handicap stall, whatever be the case, you're like, all right, play it cool. This is what we're going to do. You had this talk in your yeah. mind. You go, I'm going to walk right past him. And I'm just going to say, see you later. And you well, just walk right out. You've got to make a big production when you come out of the handicap stall to make sure everybody knows you washed your hands. I was like, stall. someone, someone's pulling interception. They're like talking to him. Yeah. Like, oh, fucking distraction. Yeah. You slide out the front door and boom, you're gone. No tip for you, buddy. When you come out of the handicap stall, you've got to have like the paper towel in your hand to let everybody know. Check it out, man. Look, I cleaned my hands in there. Did it myself. Yeah. Didn't need you. Never needed you, dad. This is a serious <laughs> thing we're talking about right now. This is yeah. like, there's some guy right now. That is in a bar or nightclub tonight, and they got the and which hey touche on the club the venue owners that's a great move. Yeah. No one's fucking or doing drugs. Yeah, it's somebody, it's somebody to make sure a the bathroom's safe. Yeah. And so they're like, look, and we're clean put up you and here. hustle, fucking yeah, sell brute and sell to you, you some jupe and a black and mild. Hey, you, you want know? some of this brute and a lollipop green bottle? Got this green plastic bottle, you just like your grandfather. Brute was wear. brute. I remember I got brute when I was a kid. That was like my first <laughs> cologne. Fuck yeah. I was all excited. You're a man now. Yeah. I've seen you got that facial hair, boy, and them armpit hairs. I'm going to give you some brute for Christmas. Are you wearing brute? My lady prefers me in it. Yeah. So, um, Chelsea Votel. <laughs> this bitch took me to a, a 4th of July fireworks show. And, and then we had planned that she was going to sneak me out. And I was so deep in the friend zone. But this night I was going to break out, Miguel. Because I had wrote this... This little uh, love letter, like, dear Chelsea, you are so beautiful. Ronnie doesn't deserve you. I would fucking be the man of your dreams. And I wrote this whole long thing. And I don't know if I rubbed it in coffee grains and, and, and burned the edges or not. That is this. I love hearing that story about that. <laughs> but I, I did put a little extra love and attention to this little love letter. And uh, I was one of those romantic ass motherfuckers back in the day, back when I used to, you know, put pussy on a pedestal and have emotions and feelings and shit on in, in, in that type of realm of life. But um, we went out, and I remember we were a little late, and we couldn't get like a, a good spot to see the fireworks, so we had to like go down these like this old like little staircase, this brick staircase, like a seawall, and I was like, oh my god, this is perfect. We're all alone, we're watching the fireworks. I'm pretty sure there's alligators within feet of us. We're getting bit by mosquitoes. I reach into my pocket to grab her the letter, and she looks at it. And she goes, oh, thank you. I was like, no, no, read it. And I'm all, like, getting excited. She's like, she looks at me like, oh, oh, that's sweet. Thank Ooh. you. And gives me, like, the hug with, like, the pat on the oh, back. Oh, man, like, 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 you just, like, you know, you just missed a fly ball from your, your exactly. uncle. Exactly. Like, hey, kiddo, get him next time. And I was like, oh, I'm devastated right now, but I got to play cool. Just chill, Mike. Just chill. She's like, is this thing covered in coffee? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 went to, I went to Starbucks earlier. And you, I so, just found this on the ground. Fast forward uh, 10 plus years later. Her boyfriend's dead. Hell Hot yeah. Jokes on you, Chelsea. Heroin's Patel. for fucking faggots. Yeah, Chelsea, your boyfriend played loose and hard and lost. Yeah. So uh, I fucking. Uh, Cut her at the wake. I'd already got weird with her sister, 
And uh, I have to look at my list. I don't know if I fucked her or not. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I know it was like some third base action. But anyways, um, she uh, she came to my house and I was like getting some fame and shit, getting all excited, getting, getting out, getting a little taste of that rocks. And when in my, my younger years, I would be super super jazzed. I would like my mind would be blown. By what happens on a like a daily almost sometimes around here back then because I was like, huh, oh yeah, oh yeah, motherfucker. Because like you got that shit, you got that chip on your shoulder. You got shit to prove, you know. You, you still got the echoes of fucking every girlfriend that told you you ain't shit, and and your friends calling you loser. So you want to like every guy wants to succeed and be like, oh yeah, well did it did I'm doing this now, blah 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 blah. And um, one one uh one day. I, she traveled a lot. She was like going to like heroin dead to heroin dead. No, nah, she like went to like she was like uh, a, a speculative salesman. <laughs> she she was in like South Korea teaching English or some shit, and she came back. Sounds and like she, she still, was ducking the law. She still looked really good, but not as good. Okay, heroin will do that. Yeah, not. I don't think she did that, but um, she was just hanging out with the heroin junkie Mike. She wasn't using it. I don't even know if he did heroin, Miguel. You just painted that a whole other picture. I just know he was an older dude who had a probably huge dick and a, and a nice car, and I couldn't compete with that. And he that. just died, right? Like so I, in my I, mind, I made him, yeah, I made he him might like be still joke. alive. I don't know about you. Ronnie, if you're out there, I'm sorry. But anyways. Um, <laughs> He's like, hey, Mike, I actually come to your parties all the time. You're like, yeah. oh, my God, you're the Ronnie? <laughs> it's like the awkward moment we had at Mabel Times with that dude that I went to high school with, and he's like, you don't know who this is? And I'm like, no, I just got your number through someone else. He's like, this is Josh Miller. I went to high school with you. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, man. Uh, I went to high school with a few people. <laughs> it was a big school. <laughs> Can you send me some pictures? Anyways, um, so. Chelsea. Here I am. And then tonight, Chelsea Botel's hanging out. I'm kind of fucking this one chick. This, uh, I won't. Well, you won't name her? <laughs> no, because, well, no, I was trying to think of her name at first. Um, <laughs> I was going to just use that as my excuse not to name her. All right, <laughs> Natasha. We'll call it that. I don't remember her last name. I don't even remember her whatever. I was like her porn call name or something. Hot, Natasha a hot Van ass, Tassel. fucking gypsy porn star chick that I was like, kind of like having amazing sex with. She was really cool. She was actually a part of my live like radio broadcast shows. Okay, really cool, really witty, really funny. But then sometimes she'd like do that fake smile, like "Oh my god, yeah." And then at the end of the show, she's like. Fuck you, you motherfucker. She'd get really angry and shit. Like, whoa, what the fuck? It's just radio, baby. Calm down, baby. Calm down, baby. Well, uh, she saw me getting excited about Chelsea coming over. And me and her have been fucking for like, you know, a couple weeks. And I actually let Big L.A. like teabag her. He like sat in her face. <laughs> the first time Big L.A. I met Big L.A. out in front of a, a, a sports bar that we did a show I called Ballers. It was like a shithole bar that would not stop booking me. It's in Hollandale Beach, Florida. Shout out to Ballers. I, the first time I went there, I was like, no. I sat, in the, I sat in the van. I was like, I'm not doing this. This is the fucking worst shit ever. I was so, like, mad. And here I am now, like, 20 years later. I don't give a fuck. Like, I was, like, trying to. I was evolving, Miguel, okay? I was evolving. So. Um, Chelsea and the Chelsea, Natasha. It comes in tonight. Pre-teabag Natasha, too. Or post-teabag. Mm, that's a good question. I think after. Let's go check the timeline on mycc.com forward slash timeline. <laughs> I got photos and videos of it, whatever. So in the night, I, I live in a walk-in closet. Classy. And uh, I remember laying in on this queen-size mattress, and, and Natasha was to the far right, and I laid down. And just as I was hoping, 
Chelsea was like, hey, you know, I've had some drinks. Can you mind if I just stay here? I was like, yeah, yeah, just come, come lay down next to me and Natasha. Yeah, me and Natasha weren't like legit. Like we didn't make it like Facebook official. We weren't in a relationship, so it didn't count. So I remember laying there, and I remember like Tasha just like going to sleep like early. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, oh man, this was, wasn't wasn't what I dreamed about in high school. And I didn't think there was gonna be another girl either. I was like, whoa, this is fucking amazing. So I'm all like snuggled up with the two of them. And I'm looking over and I see Tasha. She's she's like, she's not snoring, but she looks like she's asleep to me. And uh, Chelsea kind of reaches her arm across me and kind of just rubs on my chest like that, like passionate, like rub. And I was like, oh man, wow. And I got these butterflies and some electricity. Did she just whip the note out of her pocket? Hey, Mike, do you remember writing me this? Like, the whole room <laughs> smells like coffee. <laughs> uh, no, she did not. But however. Six pence on the Richard just I looked, came on. I looked into her eyes in this dark closet, which I could barely see, and I looked in her. I was like, Chelsea, you know I've always, always liked you. Oh. And I've always wanted to be with you. Wow. And she's looking at me, and I think she thinks I'm like either rich or famous or something. And she's like, wow, really? I was like, no, you don't understand. Like, you, I was obsessed with you. I used to, I used to sit in a certain desk to... Stare, stare down your crotch through your skirts, your <laughs> denim skirts. <laughs> and she's like, oh, oh, really? Okay. And then I kept going on and on. and like, basically The heart like, has no filter, baby. I'm sitting there professing my love to her. And out of the middle of nowhere, I hear, okay, I'm done with this. Goodbye. Natasha? Tasha gets up. <laughs> she climbs over to two of us, walks out of the closet, slams the door. 30 minutes later, I'm fucking Chelsea for the first time. LA's teabag and Tasha. I give her the best fuck ever. I fucked her a couple times, like, over a golf cart. I took a picture of it. Uh, it was, like, jizzed on the front of the golf cart, the old gas one, the red one. That's now some guy owns it now. I don't know. Anyway. It's good to make sure we clear that up. And then, like, then she started hanging out again. And then I saw, like, she was like, uh, hmm. It's one of those things like, wow, I wanted to fuck you my whole fucking life, and I finally got it, and now I don't even care about it anymore. Then she started dating Wee Man from Jackass. Is that the one you guys dated together? Like, or you dated girlfriends uh, well, I, together? We dated girl. We, Chelsea's good friend was my girlfriend, so they like were like talking. They were like BFFs, and at the time, me and uh, Wee Man, Jason, whatever you want to call him. Um, no one wants to call him Jason. Yeah, no one wants to call him that. Um, that just fucked everything up for me, too. Yeah, me too. It's like, oh, real name. I don't know that. So me and him would literally be like talking. I'm talking for hours sometimes about our girlfriends. And I remember even one time he actually offered, he's like, let's just marry these bitches. Come on, I'll pay for everything. Let's go to the Bahamas. You marry Victoria and I'll marry Chelsea. And I still don't know to this day if he knows I fucked her. Because I remember when he fell in love with her one night and then they were like dating. Next thing you know, I like see he's like, he was um, going to like dancing with the stars, and she was like there with him or something. Who was was it? Him who was on it or someone else? I don't remember. I can't remember. I think it was him. I don't know. But um, she moved out there. I have a Christmas card from the two of them still to this day. It says thank you for covered in coffee. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for allowing me to not be alone during the holidays. And they like had they were like living and dating together and. I think Ralphie walked in on them one night in a hotel, and 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 uh, <laughs> Wee Man was fucking her doggy style, standing up in, in the fucking bed of a hotel, and um, yeah. And then actually, Ralphie went to jail 
because he drove Victoria, my girlfriend at the time, you know, a brown guy driving a white girl through a small town speeding. Next thing you know, this guy's never, ever, ever done drugs, ever. They say they found crack cocaine in his car. I'm like, what? And I remember me and we, man, were broadcasting live on Ustream TV. And I remember being like, what? He doesn't even smoke weed. What the fuck? And I was like, you go out there in jail? Like, Ralphie did me a favor. He was yeah. driving her all the way back to Tampa. And he went through some small town, actually, which is near here, Mascot. Yeah. Um, some crooked cop that has been known to, like, plant things and arrest someone who's the wrong shade, if you catch my drift. Yeah. Um, Ralphie is wasn't a legal American citizen and he's he was born in Venezuela but he's been here pretty much since he was like a young young kid graduated high school all that stuff had a job which I didn't know illegal aliens could do all that I was learning things myself Miguel okay I was ignorant just learning I was just learning and uh he went and spending six months in jail just for them to tell them actually the lab results came back and it was just french fries and we were, me, we man, Ralph and Victoria were in the back of his Honda Accord, which he still has to this day, a silver Honda Accord. He drives everywhere. It's got to have a million miles on it by now. And uh, I was thinking like, damn, did I step in some crack? And, and then my shoes rubbed in the floorboard. And now my friend went to or take my bitch back home after I fucked a shiver all weekend. And now he's been in, and, and they were telling him that if he bonded out, he would have to go to immigration court and it would be like a whole like thing. So he just stayed in there. And then when it came out, he was he was about that life. He, he he got institutionalized, and then now he may or may not have dabbled with some other things. And I will not tell you his last name for podcast reasons and legal reasons. So he was he went in there a good the boy. The fucking French fry crack shit is the best though. All true story. They're like, yo, this fucking crack is all salty, and it's got fucking potato marks on it. This is the fire. Where'd you get it from? I was like, wow, does does McDonald's french fries have crack in it? Is that why they're that's so why, delicious? That's why I'm so fat. <laughs> you'd think, though, if McDonald's french fries had fat or had crack in them, you'd actually be real skinny, even though you'd be, like, full of sodium. You, you never know. You never know when you're going to get hemmed up. And my cousin, uh, my cousin got pulled over. You know those little firecrackers you throw on the ground and they pop? Little pop snappers? Yeah, man. He was a garbage man in New York, and they pulled his truck over. And they found the little popper in there, and they were like, what is this? And he was like, that's a little firework you throw on the ground and pop. The guy was like, looks like crack to me. And my cousin was like, well, here's how you test it. Throw it on the fucking ground and see if it pops. And the guy was like, are you getting smart with me? And fucking, he got locked up. He got locked up for like a whole weekend on that shit. And the thing is, this is the thing, too, that's different. When you're like a New York City garbage man, it's one of those things where you literally... So garbage this man. is in New York. Yeah, and, and and he didn't he didn't take no shit because you yo union like union guys in New York they act like fucking the FBI can't fuck only the FBI can fuck with him and like the local cop was telling him straight up he was like I'm gonna take you to fucking jail for this and he's like oh yeah he's like you write the me up fucking for- teamsters will be here in five yeah. minutes guys like you write me up for having a firework without a permit what the fuck and the guy was like and they locked him up he was in jail for like three days five days until he got out and they were like yeah we ran it through the lab he's like you ran it through the lab and, he, and my cousin's like what was the lab like a fucking Chinese chemist and he was. Like, oh, there's a firework. He was like, You fucking dicks. <laughs> so what happened? He got he beat it, and then he said every time he he would see that cop, he would pull up next to him and be like, Hey, hey. He said the cop would be busting people. He'd be like, make sure you have him take it to the lab, because this asshole don't know if it's a fucking firework or a fucking sack of crack. The guy was like, Get <laughs> keep moving. He's like, I'll fucking move when I want to move. <laughs> that it, that's crazy because 
that is probably just two stories of many realities that's happened all across. Our Dude, I, do you guys? I don't know if you guys ever remember the guy who had a in his bag. This is probably like eight years ago. In his bag, he had all the supplies for watching his girlfriend's cat, and one of them was like a half gallon bag of kitty litter. And they pulled him over, and they're like, "What's this?" And they were like, "He was like, it's the shit for watching my girl's cat." And they were like, "This looks like methamphetamine to me." Catnip. Yeah, and the guy was like being a smartass. He was like, "Well, smoke it and tell me how you feel in an hour." And they were like, "Oh, you got to fucking want to be a smartass." And he ended up getting locked up, and they fucking charged him. And it was like months of you know, because that's the thing. I'm actually listening to another podcast. Shh, you shouldn't listen to any other podcast, but this one. But I'm listening to this podcast I used to listen to called Serial, and one of the things they're talking about is uh. Is just the justice system in one of them, and they're just talking about how uh, you get hemmed up on a charge, and even if you beat it, the fucking hassle of the charge, and you know that. Dude, you know I, that. I get messages on Tinder like, so what'd you get arrested for? And I'm like, breaking hearts. Sometimes I want to be like, rape, <laughs> and just see what they say. Hot. No, with three teeth. Animal rape. I was raping bears. <laughs> Baby bears. They you know, really fucking flaunted in front of me. You don't know what my partner did to a blue whale. <laughs> it's it's almost even more awkward trying to explain to someone what you got arrested for. Like, I got arrested for serving liquor, selling liquor without a liquor license. And that sounded like it could be, like, steep, but it was actually just a misdemeanor. And then it, it obviously got thrown out of court. And uh, I hate whenever- telling someone that. That you just trying to like holler at on Tinder, like, hey, you want to come fuck me, and my girlfriend? By the way, I promise I won't rape you. It's like it's a little awkward. Like, oh yeah, just come hang out. Yeah, I know you just saw my mugshot on every single fucking news like network. The worst thing is when you hear about, especially like it's happened to people I know, where before they're like hearing, the district attorney's been like, let's plead this down to a misdemeanor. And they're like, no, I'm not going to take it. Their lawyer, and they're like, no, 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 we're going to And their district attorney's like, let's plead this down to a misdemeanor. You walk with a $500 fine, time served, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no. And then the actual trial starts. And right when it starts, the district attorney's like, Your Honor, the state wants to go ahead and drop charges. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Like, That's you, tried to get, you tried to get him to plead down to a misdemeanor when you knew you were going to drop the charges right then. Uh oh, Mikey's got a pee. He was talking all that trash about. Not having to pee today. He's got no block him in, boys. Block him in. Do not let him go. Do not let him go. Old Michael's got it. We're at the mark right now. All right, guys, we'll go ahead and call this the first half of the show. When we come back, a refreshed Mikey will be all peed out, and we can talk more about critical justice reform, naming girls that he's fucked, and why he still wants to fuck a baby bear. You're listening to the Mike Ducey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, 
I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeVisa.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeVisa.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking, and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During Members Weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, a, about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, outcasts in society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, Team I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black because they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The 
party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's going to take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that for it is. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Welcome back. I want to know, even though it's like a, it's kind of like a virtual break. It's a real break for us because we record this the day before they actually hear it. The night before. So technically it's they hear it the same day. Yeah, because you're right. We're recording it the night it's the day it's dropping. It's just the first thing in the morning, like midnight. Yeah. So, do you think anyone ever like actually pauses? Like, wow, I need to go take out the trash. Like, no, because we got this seven minute commercial that plays through it, so everybody's like, "Is it? Is that still playing?" Oh yeah. wow, I'm. I am so sorry. Yeah, everyone that had that's why that second half episodes. of that podcast gets those dramatic drops and listens because they skip like five minutes ahead. And it's still like. Go to MikeMusy.com. <laughs> I feel like they, we're like terrestrial radio. You know, terrestrial radio. There's one block. They're like, we never play more than two minutes of commercials every hour. But then there's one block where they're like, there's a nine minute stretch of commercials in between two shows. Yeah, it's true. I used to, I never got this when I when I used to do morning radio shows. We would come back from a break. It'd be like a six-minute break of commercials. We'd come back from a break. We'd do four minutes of radio. And they'd be like, we're going to go back to a break. And when we come back, we're going to have Dr. So-and-so. I was like, we just fucking were on break for six minutes. I then we went that. on for four, and then there's another six. I'm like, no, no, no. I got more to say. I- I'm not done yet. Whenever we would do shows, like Tom and Dan, which is a really good show. If you guys uh, don't live in the Central Florida area and you're not sure of it, check out uh, Mediocre Time and A Corporate Time with Tom and Dan. They're the homies, and their shows are really good. But whenever we do those, they literally give me and Mike a two-hour block, and all they do is talk to us about anything we want, and it'll be wrapping up, and Mike will be like, it's, it's, it's over already? 
it's over. <laughs> like, I'm, like, for- I'm not done talking about this subject. <laughs> we've been on for two hours, and Mike's like, we're st- we're- "Well, can we go a little longer? Let's go a little longer." Because <laughs> I just hate that it's like, "Oh, what are you out of minutes on your fucking recording device?" Like, come on, guys. If it if it's hot, it's hot. Keep rolling with it. <laughs> Several episodes, I felt that way. I'm like, no, we've only briefly touched on aliens. I'm not done, Miguel. <laughs> Several meetings have been like that. When uh, I had to stop myself from talking yeah. about certain shit in office because I suck myself in, I suck you and in, you, and you've, you've, made, you've made it a true point. We will start talking about. So there's been a lot of times you're like, "Hey guys, not trying to be a downer here," but we, and you'll say it. You're like, "Like we're talking today." You're like, "Nobody wants to learn more about magnet fishing than me," but we have to stop. I did. I said because <laughs> I talk, we start talking about magnet fishing. Next thing, Miguel's looking up fucking videos. Like, well, Mike, we could get this circle one. I'm like, and no, no, get the bar one. And you're exactly right though because it's like. There goes the whole day, yeah, magnet there's, fishing. There's a certain point of subject you want to say. You want to say, hey, let's film something with magnet fishing. Cool, Miguel. Look up the magnet fishing. Here are some magnet fishing devices. Cool. That is where it should end. But I'm like, you want to watch a video? And the video is everything we know what we're going to see. Some dude's going to pull a bicycle out of a lake. But we're like, and then I found the one today. I was like, Mike, I found one that was, they're magnet fishing on rivers near World War II battle sites. And you're like, all right, enough. And then you're like, nobody wants to see this more I, than I me. I know <laughs> I want to see it. I'm like, yes, I hope they pull out bullets. Yeah, fucking, fucking bandoliers and shit from Vietnam and stuff. I'm like, please break it, bring it out. I'm like, stop, Miguel. Let me be the mature one. Now. Yeah, I'm glad you did it because I was all hyped up. I was getting videos in the queue. I was like, all right, you're like, look, they did this at Universal Studios. Yeah. I'm like, I've jumped off that bridge, Miguel. Show me more. <laughs> yeah. I get. I mean, there isn't a person I know. Shout out to all the truckers. Yeah, thank you, truckers, for listening. Yeah, if you're a trucker and you're fucking keeping the the heart jacked up on biker crank, and <laughs> you got your lot lizard next to you on the oh, ride. Yeah. Just listen. I wonder how many. You know. You know what? Our because we have so many truckers that follow us, we probably also have a big audience of runaways and drifters who are like, just sitting in the passenger seat. Like I was kidnapped in Wyoming, and I was forced to listen to your. Yeah, fucking god awful how, weir- how weird it must be for like those hitchhikers that are like, hey man, I'm just looking to get to San Francisco. The trucker's like, cool, bro. You just got to listen to this podcast with me. And then like they're 60 te- months. They're witnessing to, yeah. to fucking, uh, fucking. 60 minutes into it, the dude's like, drop me off over here, bro. I don't care what animal these guys want to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ride to San Francisco. <laughs> it's like when you're like, oh, hey, you want to come to church with me? Like, fuck no. I'm like. They got free biscotti. Like, oh, well, biscotti. Maybe, maybe I will. It's like, I am pretty hungry. Most churches I went to on the Wednesday night, they gave that free meal. Yeah, motherfuckers be like, oh, y'all getting out of the house tonight? Y'all getting some free dinner? I got some biscotti dinner and some fucking toast out there uh, and some Kool Aid. Y'all all finna get fed. I'm gonna save me some money tonight. It's Wednesday. Oh, you didn't eat there? Oh, fuck, was well, tough luck. You ain't eating shit. Tell me the more about clothes. Like, tell me more about this Jesus guy. I'm listening. It's more like garlic bread. Oh, oh, oh I got t- some more sauce. Talking about eating, we just did medieval times for Robbie's birthday. Yep. And uh, the medieval times still a fun place. Shout out to medieval times. Hell yeah! But the medieval times menu was definitely like a sausage castle party. I don't know if it was a menu when they just show up and throw it on your metal plate in the dark. <laughs> yeah, and here's why you smell cow or horse, <laughs> horse shit. shit. It's like mm, I don't know if I actually chose this. I didn't have a selection. Here's the thing too: like they're just coming around with a trough, take it, dumping 
And then the thing is, dude, they dump a piece of corn. Take it takes it. them 18 minutes to come back around with the Take potato. Another. I'm done with the corn. <laughs> They're basically just. I don't know, Miguel. My guy was actually, and you were sitting a couple seats from me. My guy gave me extra toast gave and me, extra soup. Hey, Brian Adel asked me too. He's like, how the fuck did you get extra everything? And I was like, I eyeballed him up because they don't want to look you in the eye. The guy dropping off the food just wants to drop. You stare at him. I he, stared he at him. He goes all the way down the road and he has a tray. <laughs> yeah. He's like, fuck, I got four left. Who yeah, and if you're to? staring at him, you're going to get it. That's how I am at like Kobe when you're getting it all, then they have that extra rice. Oh, and you everything. want extra shrimp? You want extra shrimp? Who you want just extra shrimp? Stare at him, prison style. Like, Give it to me, motherfucker. Shake down. All the shrimp. Medieval times, though, man. It was fun time. I, I, I haven't been in forever, and it was a good time. Like uh, I haven't been in like four or five years. Rowdy's birthday, right? Yeah. I, so the last the last two times I've been there were nobody right is more excited about going to medieval times than Rowdy Robbie. Yeah, even I was screaming, yelling, talking shit. I, I, I mean, I low key wanted to see someone actually get hurt. I wanted to be a part. Every of time I'm at episodes. medieval times, I want to see like two guys who have a beef against each other. Just go. I you didn't. fuck my bitch with that kegger. Yeah, like it'd be Take like, this green knight, you motherfucker. I want it to be like the beginning of a murder, uh, like an Agatha Christie murder mystery or something. I'll where see they're you like, in hell, like, motherfucker. It looks like they switch swords with real swords. And then we got to determine. They're like, lock the building down. No one's allowed to leave. And before the night's over, we have to solve who killed it. And I then, was bummed when I saw the safety nets lower down. I'm like, ah, oh, come on. Let one, let one motherfucker get impaled by a sword. <laughs> I like. I tried to catch the falcon. They're like, everybody, stay seated. Me too. No one put your arms up. I'm like, Archimedes, land here. And there's nothing. <laughs> you don't want to fucking. I got falcon. fucking. You got fucking uh, tomato soup <laughs> and a, a piece. You got breadcrumbs on your fucking hand. You're I like brought, waving away with your flashlight and I shit. I a squirrel from outside. <laughs> I'm like, but you don't want a fucking. We falcon. pray. Come get it, falcon. You don't want a falcon to land on your arm without leather and shit. That thing would have ripped. Hell yeah! Up. I'm trying to give me a time for life, baby. <laughs> Hope that motherfucker takes the eye out. Oh, shout out to the pug. What's yeah, I now have a one-eyed pug now. Yeah, that's cr- that has nothing to do with a falcon, though. I don't want people to jump and just be like, what? It was funny because someone's like, I told you, Mike, because I, I had just Snapchatted this owl that I was on the pirate ship, and I was pretty bummed out, and I was very depressed and very fucking emotional. I was an emotional wreck last week. And um, I'm thinking, like, here, I got this little baby pug. She's only like 15, 16 so weeks Piper old. So Piper the pug, she's about 16 weeks old. She had an accident. Uh, she ran into like a, a door, and because pugs the have kitchen shallow, door that swings shut yeah. and it's heavy as shit. And because pugs have shallow eye sockets, it hit her eye, and then we took her to the emergency vet. Shout out to the vets, Mount Dora Animal Hospital were amazing, and they tried and tried and tried, but they couldn't save her eye, so she had to have it removed. And now she just looks hard. As I'm fuck. all texting Miguel. Do we got to put it down? He's yeah, like, no, I'm like, Mike, no, Jesus Christ, no, it's one I'm like, eye. Are you sure? Yeah, and I'm like, at one point, I'm just like, did she do something to you? Like, are you just like, no, because I'm like, they goddamn this poor fucking beautiful innocent little baby pug now has one fucking eye and i'm just like i'm like thinking damn good thing we got all these good photo shoots of the fucking both eyes and shit and i'm like getting more sad when i look at it. i'm like fuck it like breaks my heart i know i'm joking around and be funny right now because i was been drinking and i'm just like oh fuck i want to ruin the vibe but yeah it like killed me it bummed me out yeah man and the thing is though she's hype more hyper now yeah she doesn't even know she's missing an eye she's no. acting like more crazy she's hyper piper this motherfucker is jumping biting Fucking eating, barking, uh, hustling. Like, Jetta has submitted to her, and I never thought I'd ever see Jetta be like, all right, bitch, whatever. And she just, like, is scared. And, and, like, during the break, I went there and checked on them to make sure they're okay. Yeah, and fucking. She's Piper's, got a cone around her neck and doesn't even give a fuck. Yo. She's like a fucking triceratops. She's like, 
Coming through the fucking I like the first day she had the cone, though, because she hadn't figured out the cone or the depth perception. She was just knocking into shit. <laughs> it was sad because I took a picture of her right at night. And, you know, when, when you take a picture at night of animals, their eyes light up. And then you see the two eyes. And this <laughs> is one eye. I see one eye. I'm like, fuck. A Pisces. <laughs> but then I was like, damn. I hope no one thought that, like, thinks that, like, I did this on purpose. Like, oh, Mike, he's fucking got a one-eyed fucking pug in a pirate ship. Oh, <laughs> I see the connection here. That correlation. If anyone made that correlation, they you know, fucking someone idiot. did. Someone They're did. like, yeah, you guys think it's coincidental. That would have been you, motherfucker. You think it's coincidental? Some guy okay, messaged me when I was uh, posting my snaps uh, Knights to Templar my Instagram. did this, Miguel. He's like, do you feel good? I was like, huh? I was like, question mark? I was like, do I feel good about what? He's like, putting all those waitresses' lives in danger. At medieval times? Yeah. Let me tell you, at medieval Someone t- messaged, messaged me on Instagram about that. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, fuck? Where, where were they in danger? The Falcon thing? Jesus Christ, buddy. I was like, out. no, I, I'm I'm proud that I uh, helped keep them from the clutches yeah. of poverty and starvation and homelessness. Motherfucker. Like, I like I put a gun to her head and made her go to, go to work. Yeah, she was happy she was working. I enabled her to fucking have a birthday party there. Yeah. It, was like, it wasn't like a private show. No. Like, summon the waitresses. Yeah. We had Brian Idol with us, though, and I, I was like, I kept, I kept popping up, and I was like, $1,000, my man, Brian Idol takes all these motherfuckers. And he's sitting there, and you know, he's like, I can do it. Brian Idol looks like he was a knight at one time and then got too drunk at a party and made things awkward and the manager fired him. You fucked the Falcon. The Falcon fucked me. I was blacked out. Look at me. Look how fucking good I look. It landed on my dick. Listen, the fucking Falcon (laughs) wanted it, you know? I was just at a fucking kegger and next thing the Falcon was fucking stroking my dick. I can't believe that you... Bring the Falcon in this office. Make him look at me. Make him look at me. Hey, look, Miguel, look at how this Falcon's looking at me. He totally wants to fuck me, you know? He doesn't even have lips. He's licking his fucking lips. All right, so what? I I gave the... uh, the fat guy a couple fucking extra things of corn, you know, whatever. Don't yeah. fucking judge me. The fat guy wanted corn. The Falcon fucking held it against me. Told me if we didn't fuck, he was going to tell you. Bro, and now what, I'm I got, back in the office. I got fired. I worked at Dolly Parton's Dixie, Dixie Stampede, Stampede for throwing away biscuits. And I had given my whole fucking row like double, triple biscuits. Were you the guy coming around dropping off shit? Yes. Well, I did. I was, a, I was the waiter that ran row, if not rows. And they made you what like did you wear? a part of the show. Well, during Christmas, you wore a fucking elf elf suit. <laughs> Horrible. What'd you I, wear regular time? Oh, some Civil War fucking. You were in the <laughs> north or the south. I was either the I was either a Union or Confederate. Are you kidding me? Like they Dead had people serious. dressed as Confederate soldiers at Dolly Parton's Dixie Stampede. Yes, and how listen, does a you're fucking, handing out fucking corn and and fucking bread and shit, and then they're like, "How do you?" Oh, look- quickly, the fucking horse is about to go shit out there, and then there's like cues in the show that you had to know where to be, and I had to run backstage. Go down to the bottom of the arena on the floor, like where like the arena. How entrance. do you look at a fucking black family when you're dressed as a fucking Confederate soldier and you're like, "Hey, you want some corn? I know what we were involved in." <laughs> well, what they did is they split the arena up. Half of it was north, half of it was, was south. Was there never like a minority family on the south side? You it know, it's funny. Matter. It doesn't matter 200 fucking black and spanish people show up there's only 16 white people the 16 white people are in the south they're trying to make extra rows for the black and spanish people they're just like it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird like oh we'll go ahead and put you on the uh north north side yeah we're just gonna do this randomly it's funny you said that because you buses from atlanta you're gonna be on the north and uh the smiths are gonna be on the south 
It was a very entertaining dinner theater show, and that was, I told the story about the. Have guy you ever met Dolly Parton? Did she ever like come or like uh, see she, her? She came to the grand opening, but I I was like I, I don't think I was there for yeah. it. But she heard of me because they like yeah they were at the time very like personal. Like, yeah. Oh, who's our staff and da da da. And I was, you know, I was, you know, I was fucking, I was a star, you know, I was out there fucking slinging biscuits and Cornish hands and shit and just running. And they, they, they told you couldn't run, but if you walked, ran, yeah, you ever walked, ran, like you were like, (laughs) yeah, like you're in the mall and you're 90 years old. Imagine me dressed up as an elf, November, December, January. And the rest of the month, dressed up as Stonewall a fucking Jackson. Civil War soldier <laughs> with the fucking hat, the whole gray suit and shit. And I'm fucking, I'm going to miss my cue. I got to get these biscuits out. Did they ever make any black people wear the fucking Confederate? It was me. Before? It was me, a couple cutie patooties, and a Could bunch, you imagine of, gay, that? A bunch of gay like, dudes. They're like, hey, um, Jamarcus. We had so- like a locker room. You came in, you got dressed out and shit. I remember like. They didn't want you to like at the time like phones were still like kind of. You so they know, wanted you to stay in character. Like, <laughs> like we need you to stay in character. So if you see a woman reading, smack her, smack her right in the face. Well, you you never knew what. what uh, you didn't know who was the arena. Always stayed one side north and one side south. But when you showed up and they they you looked at the schedule, they would tell you on what section you were in, what rows you had, and sometimes. If if it was Jamarcus, like a, you're in the north again. It's crazy. Some crazy fucking chick would get all drunk as fuck and call out last minute. They're like, Mike, we need you to do three rows. I'm like, three rows. I've been waiting for this night. <laughs> That's a whole lot of biscuits to hand out. <laughs> and the more people you, just you have, the M&Ms lose yourself. On oh yeah, I was all hype in the locker room. Like, yeah, I'm putting on my Civil War hat. I'm like, I'm better to go in, baby. I'm going to go in. So at the end of it, did dead, I'm dead ass. This is all true story. Did somebody like win the Civil War at the end? Yeah, they like, you know, I, I don't remember how they ended. It just ends with you guys in the middle. It's like, why can't we be friends? No, because it was it wasn't we? like a. It, they got them riled, riled up against each other, kind of in a way. But it was more like the pageantry of the horses, and like they did like a, a lot of crowd participation stuff, like where they would have like give it a up couple. for the north, wow! Give it up for the south. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> they were having like couples go out there, and they had like kids like chasing. They had like they were chasing ostriches and shit. And I remember one 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 day I went back to wardrobe. They really, well, they really took liberties with the Civil War, so it wouldn't seem like what it was. They're like, and remember the famous battle of General Lee and the ostriches. They, they might still do the same show. Uh, I think it's still ones? in Gatlinburg or something. Yeah, it's Tennessee. totally different in Gatlinburg. They're like, and the South wins. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, we have a streak. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters, yeah. <laughs> Gatlinburg, Tennessee, the South wins every time. And the North is the Washington Generals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, but you weren't just like a waiter or a waitress in the show. Mm-mm. You actually had You're to learn. You're also a colonel. Yeah, no, you had the, the, the first, like, training. They had us out there in these fucking shitty church shoes, little, like, penny loafer-looking ass things. And we'd have to like learn a, a cadence, and luckily I had a couple of years of ROTC in my oh, belt. That's right, man. So man, I know dress right, dress service, left Michael. rank, left rank about page. You. you know what I'm talking about? I knew all that yeah. shit. Right. So I was You're like, kind of ROTC Rangers. I knew this fucking 17 count man. I had they, they, you carry a rifle. You Did they have ROTC spec ops? Did anybody ever come to you and like, listen, Rangers? I'm gonna pipeline you. No, actually, you know? <laughs> there was a group called Rangers. Okay, uh, thank you. There was like an after school program, which I was a part of that too. Also, thank you. And um, go to high school RASP course. You know, we're just gonna get you in. 
Hey man, it was pre nine eleven, bro. We were we were gearing up. <laughs> you guys were like, all right, guys. High school rangers, we're gonna teach you how to sell chocolate bars, but the main thing is how you infiltrate. So Yeah, got- that just sucks. I just you just made me think about my homie Wes Urso, who was also an RTC and then actually went uh to the Marines and he was poisoned by uh, he was a sniper and he was poisoned in Afghanistan. And then all I get and I know I was like I remember being so emotional and so like, God damn, bro, that sucks. Like, what the fuck? Because he came back a couple times and we got to hang out with him and stuff. And I was obviously like shook by it. Like, damn, man, this shit's real. Yeah, because you're a ranger too. But then all I could think about was the monkey from Indiana Jones and how they poisoned him. Bad like, dates. I was like, did he get him some dates? God damn, Wes could have had a monkey with him, but Uncle Sam didn't want to give out monkeys. And that's honestly really what I thought. Like, I was like. <laughs> did he have a date? That's. Did they give him, was he hanging out with some fucking monkey in some fucking Aladdin area? And did some guy swinging a sword around, jump out of a basket and poison my homie? Because I'm hearing like poison. Like Apparently, like if you're a sniper, um, the insurgents there and the Taliban and everything, they're like, they want you more than anyone because you get the more the more kills. You're responsible for more, uh, for more, for, for, for more devastation to their, to their fucking, their clique. You know, so when they find out you're a sniper, they want to like kill you in different ways. And, and something happened. I don't know. I don't know what exactly. I wasn't told everything, but, uh, yeah, shout out to fucking my homie who's no longer with us. But, um, yeah, I don't know why I kept thinking about Indiana Jones after that. That's your world perspective. <laughs> you know, that's like the minute you hear that side of the world, you're thinking Aladdin and Indiana Jones. Mike's like, I want to talk to that fucking carpet. That carpet knows what happened. Yeah, it's true. True story. Give me that fucking lamp over here. I know it's not very sensitive or, or Mike's like, I want other podcast listener probably won't say yeah. exactly how they really felt, but devastated and then immediately thought about Indiana Jones and the monkey dying getting poisoned. And you look at Dolly Parton, you're like, I got to go on a special mission to find this out. She's like, you can't. You're a northern general. And you're like, no, ma'am. I'm a high school ranger. <laughs> and real talk. So as a part of the dinner theater show at Dixie Stampede, Dolly Parton, Dixie Stampede. And you- Dolly Parton, may I add, I think Dolly Parton's fucking incredible. Like when you just learn about Dolly Parton, like how dope she is and shit like that. Dolly yeah. Parton's pretty fucking incredible, so I give her a pass on having a Dixie Stampede Confederate dinner place just because I think she's cool as fuck. They might have changed it. Someone should probably, can someone look that up? Can someone tell me if they still Welcome do? Welcome to North? Dolly Parton's uh, Civil War was about a lot of things other than, we'll get into it later. Here's a biscuit. Here's a biscuit. That was the same place I told you about the crazy Australian guy who would jack off his horse before each yeah, show. Yeah, he said the horse had to be jacked off because... It would be too wild if it wasn't. So I got fired for throwing Jacking biscuits away. <laughs> like that, Michael, that's not the horse. <laughs> no, they did not have any bears there. Okay, Miguel, <laughs> calm down. So Jeff's a bear. Um, <laughs> I remember uh, there was one cue of the show because we had to like learn the march. You had a, you had a rifle. And you had to do like a whole like. That's, why, a, you were dr- that's why you were drawn to it, wasn't it? No, because I was like, hold on, I'd sign up to be a waiter because I heard I was going to make some good good money. But then all of a sudden I'm like, hold on, we got to practice marching? Like, Did you wear your ranger tab on your <laughs> on your, on your union uniform? I went out there with a beret and shit yeah. and had a fucking someone playing taps behind me. Why with your fucking... uniform got jump and combat diver? Because I want to let them know what I'm down to do. <laughs> that was my first uh, ribbon in, in ROTC was the athletic ribbon. 
I thought you were going to say Combat Diver. I was like, what fucking wild-ass well, ROTC well, program? I did have to jump off a, a high dive. That's basically UCF. the same as Bud's. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, water survival <laughs> training, and I had to jump in uh, a pool with full BDUs with the rifle and combat boots, everything, the whole fucking – and they actually put the hat on backwards, and they put the flap down where it's like a little blind, and uh, I had to – I wasn't allowed – none of us were allowed to touch the, the, the side of the pool – and they were like instructors, like kicking us. Yeah. All I can imagine is the guy from Beavis and Butthead, like, Butthead, like the ball headed, like gym teacher guy just kicking yeah. the shit out of our hands or we're fucking drowning. He's like, Don't worry, we'll save him. They actually really. I can imagine him. a Dixie Stampede, they're looking at you like, Son, you're a ranger and a combat diver. Why would you want to join the South? I want to hand out biscuits and make a difference. So here, here was my fucking one cool, like, fuck you moment. So every part of the show, we were huddled in and gathered because we were there on the floor or we weren't seen. If you looked up and you were the only waiter running around in an elf outfit during the holidays or, or a Like fucking... during the show, you were supposed to be gone, right? Like during Yeah, it was, like, it was basically like, hurry up, give them their shit. Because I noticed that over at, at fucking fuck Medieval Times. Like when the lights dropped, yeah. you couldn't get a drink, you know? Like they were out and about. The pageantry is a second to none. And they got this whole thing choreographed. And we know that the time is time to break out the chicken everyone's lined up in the kitchen and that's when you get to like hey what's going on hey how you been tony hey, hey how you doing paul hey and it's me some cute cutie patooties a bunch of gay dudes and uh we're just like oh hey oh my god you're coming to the party blah, blah, blah. like and this is like r- you ever work somewhere and and no one really knows what you do or who you are yeah yeah it was kind of like that cuz i'd have like so many people like clowning me like oh, you fucking guy look at this guy and I'm just like, oh, fuck you. And I'm like handing out my biscuits. Like, fuck you, fuck you. Like, oh, if they only knew, I'll shit all over. Who's that? That's the special operator. I had this nerdy, like, she was, I ain't gonna lie, she was, she was kind of cute. I would say hot yeah. at the time. Now it would be like, yeah, Glasses? Whatever. No, her name was Stephanie. She oh. was a hot little blonde manager. And uh, she, I was like an overachiever. I always wanted to be first. It was, this is it was a competition to me. I was like, oh, y'all going to give me the forest <laughs> section? I want to be the first the back in with my chicken. Everybody. Yeah, I was like very competitive about this shit. Because like, you know, I, I was like, you know, I, I dream, I live at the stage. I should be out there on those horses. Yeah, jacking off that horse and yeah. like, passing out biscuits like a bitch. But it was, a, it was a cool incentive. They definitely made us all feel like we were part of the show because they actually, there were certain cues like at, at a certain time, like, yo, you got to be backstage ready. They open up these big ass gates and you march where like in a cadence, the north versus the south yeah. marches with your rifle and all this shit. And everyone's like freaking out, like, fuck, I've got, I got fucking chicken grease on me. And like, and you were making cash tips. And I remember my homie, uh, Wes, Wesley Moss, he was a part of the Sausage Castle at the very beginning. And uh, he was one of the very few people that I will actually, that I still to this day, like, say thank you, I owe you. Him and my pool guy. <laughs> Obviously, I owe a lot of people a lot of things. But this guy, he actually bought my Apple computer, the first one. He got a, he did like the, the big boy thing. He went to college, got a career, like, started working for some high, big, huge insurance company. And uh, he, he spent like 500 bucks on an Apple iMac, like the old school one. And I met him in the parking lot of Fort Lauderdale, and he gave it to me. And that's where I started, first started learning to edit videos. So Wesley Moss is a huge part, and he never asked for no money back. He didn't care. And now he's still rich as fuck, has, like, a bunch of kids and lives a normal life. And 
But uh, he was one of the few people who was like, no, man, I know you're going to do this. Even when I didn't even think I could do this. He he believed in me. That's but we cool. worked. And I remember he hated our, our roommates so much that he would charge us both twenty dollars to go to work oh yeah you said but he would never really charge you. <laughs> i would hand him my 20 and then later on he'd give it back to me that's why he hated our other roommates so much that he would just like fake pretend just to take his money not mine and at the end of the night it was that you met him actually came to my birthday party iron fist dan yeah he we'd all be like yes how much y'all make he's like yeah i made fucking 20 bucks jesus Christ, i just gave my money for you for gas money and we're like, how much you make? I'm like, oh, I made 120. He's like, oh, wow, no figures, Michael, Mr. Bun Mike. Everyone loves Mike. You fucking give him the best tips. Da-da-da-da. He gets so salty where we had to like stop. Li- we had to start lying to him. Like, how much? I'm like, oh yeah, man, I got a fuck tonight. I only made 40. He's like, oh, I made 60. I'm like, oh man, I made 110. Well, fucking good for me. And it was uh, an interesting job, and it was one of the last few jobs I had. Tell me about the biscuits. You haven't really finished that up, so, though. Yeah. Um, it, I started, like, you know, fucking killing it, and then I started gathering some haters. A couple, uh, couple dudes were like, oh, fuck Mike. Oh, my God. Da, 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 da. He's run, he runs through the thing because, like, when I was done, they kept fucking me. The, the girl, Stephanie, I think wanted to fuck me, but her boyfriend, who was the higher-up manager, knew. So he would, like, shit on me. So they kept giving me the furthest section away back from the kitchen. So we're t- imagine a giant oval like arena, and I would be at twelve. O- I'd be at like eleven thirty o'clock. Yeah, I had to run all the way back to six o'clock. That was as furthest you could get away from the kitchen, and everything was on times. They'd give me multiple rows. I'm handing out the food. Do you got to hand out multiple things, or is it like your designated biscuits? Oh, you you pray to God that you don't have. Well, I want Diet Pepsi because you're carrying pictures with these little yeah. fucking hairnet bags. That's on why them. I didn't get when I was over at uh, at yeah, Medieval Times. I wanted like a soda with dinner, and she was like, had the, all the fucking. She had like water and tea and all that shit. Oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, like, I just take water, man. Yeah, it's like you. they they literally treat you like, oh, you getting this or that? Oh, you really want that? They'll go get it, but you're gonna wait, and yeah. you're not gonna like it. And by the time you get it, you're not gonna fucking want it no more. That's kind of like the you take it and you take it and like it. That's the kind of like yeah. mentality when it comes to like. Because they're, they're serving 10, 20, 30 people a row, and sometimes they have multiple rows. Well, this one night, I had served everyone biscuits I gave. And, and when you're serving them, you always look, and you can tell kind of like who the money guy is. Like, oh, this guy's the one's tipping. So you always slide him a little extra or something. And you're like, yeah, and give him that little wing. Like, hey, I'm not supposed to do this. I'd always go, shh. That's what happened when I was I put the tongs on their plate, shh. I look at him like, come on, baby, just give me that big tip, baby. Come when, on, when we baby. Were at, when, he were at, when we were at Medieval Times, I realized that because I was like, hey, these guys are on the tab that we're taking care of. They were like, oh, hey, extra biscuit guy here, extra bread. Oh, yeah. They treat me and you like we're royalty. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I just want some porridge, my lord. Yeah. And you're over here fucking, my porridge is overflowing. I'm like, bring me your son, winch. I want to kill him and see what it's like to take a man's life. She's <laughs> like, please just kill my sickly boy. I was like, now I will kill the strong one, too. <laughs> Anything, just give me a good tip, my yeah. lord. Please bless me with a ten dollar tip, Brian. I was like, I get out of here, man. Me and that Falcon have a problem. You know? <laughs> Fucking a thing happened. I don't want to talk about it. So there's there's one cue, uh, that you're back in the kitchen and you're like, fuck, and you bring your tray, and they all looked at me, and I guess they had seen that I had dumped like, I swear to God, all right, it might have been like eight, but I thought it was like four. I dumped four biscuits into the trash. 
so I didn't have to walk all the way back to the kitchen and drop my tray. Yeah. I was saving myself time. And someone like was like, eh, Mike's fucking throwing the biscuits in the trash. And you're supposed to bring them back. Whatever you don't hand out, you're supposed to bring it back to the warmers of the kitchen. And this is hand on God on everything. This motherfucker and lady said, all right, I'm going to let you go. And I can see her husband, her boyfriend or whatever, like, got his hands crossed, like, all smiling You, you should have hit him with, the, I sneezed on these biscuits. Yeah, no, well, I should have, but I didn't think fast yeah. enough. And I'm like, are you, are you firing me for stealing? She's like, yes. I was like, I threw the biscuits away. She's like, and everyone in my row got them, and this is the last show. Sometimes you do two shows, two yeah. or three shows. It's like, these biscuits are not going to be no good. Yeah. And then they were like, and and Stephanie, she kind of wanted to like let it slide, but I guess her boyfriend just had this like thing because he knew I was like throwing awesome, cool parties and everyone to come to it and shit. A couple of gay dudes came out. I was like, oh my God, Mike's awesome. I thought he was an asshole, but I love him. He was so nice. So then he hated me more. So they let me go. And about a month later, Wes, Wesley Moss told me the best story ever. They were in the middle of a show. And they're back getting ready to hand out the chickens. And they're lined up in the kitchen. And the dishwashers are blaring some loud-ass rock music from JR 101.1. And all of a sudden, Wes goes, hey, Stephanie, remember Mike? The dude you just fired? That's him on the radio. And out of a fucking movie, I was like, yeah. I didn't say fuck, obviously. But I was like, yeah, he's working a Dixie Stampede. And this hot fucking... Manager, her boyfriend wanted told her boyfriend hated me because his girl wanted to fuck, and I didn't say that in that way. Wes comes home so giddy and was like, "Bro, they heard every. It was like a moment in time. They just happened. It's like if you ever had someone shit on you, like, oh look, you're just a loser, and then they get to see you like, oh wow, it was out of a fucking movie." These the whole fucking teams. I don't know if they. I don't remember if they were dressed as elves for the holidays or a civil just war. Racist, fucking. racist elves. <laughs> yeah, there are racist elves just lined up in the kitchen <laughs> waiting to get their chickens from the warmers as they take these big metal trays and toss them out with tongs. Uh, Wes says, "Yeah," he said, "Yo, the dude that you fired now he has a radio job and he's like killing. He's the man." And she's like, "Wow." And then he told me he looked at her boyfriend. He's like, Michael Busey. I see her like five years later. She came to a a show that I was like hosting. And she was like, oh, my God. So congratulations. I knew you would do it. I was like, and I was drunk. I was like, bitch, you threw me away. You you fucking fired me for throwing away fucking biscuits. And then she still was like trying to throw it at me. And it was like my first taste of like revenge. Because as they say, the best revenge is success. Anyone out there listening, if you've ever been shitted on yeah. by a girlfriend or I feel like every the second guy is a car bomb. Yeah. Okay. Every guy can relate by all we really, really want to hear is our father say, I'm proud of you, son. And if and yeah. I know you think yeah, that. Yeah, I know yeah. I, everyone in this room probably believes that. And that's how I've always felt. Yeah. And if you don't believe that, then you just this this show's not for you. You should probably go find something else. Every guy just wants to hear, even if it's one fucking time, even if he says it really short or really fast, or like, even if he says it angrily drunk, like, I'm fucking, fucking proud of you, motherfucker. <laughs> That's all you want to hear. That's it. And that was my moment that this chick saw me leave, like the mediocre, normal world, 
to chase my dreams. And not only her, but the rest of the fucking elf staff or Civil War staff was in the back of this kitchen as his dishwasher's blaring his radio and hearing my fucking stupid voice, knowing that I had went on to bigger and better things. That is something that has fucking, I've, it's a fire inside of me that has yet to be distinguished all these years. I had a moment where this girl that I was seeing, uh, her ex, I mean, that guy was just successful. You know, it's just like, you can't even top it. And you know, they're cool with you and everything, but there's always that part of you that's like, man, this guy, they got money, they got influence, you know, you can do cool special things for her, but you also know, like, I can't get that condo like he would get right on the beach and stuff. And we happened to run into them downtown, and it was one of those, like, coalition for the homeless things, and I was there uh, for the radio station. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, the same, but what it was was they were like, oh, yeah, we raised, we raised money for all these homeless people. And the dude was nice, but, you know, he was kind of, like, flaunting his family's, like, prowess at the dinner. And what was nice is they had, like, some of the homeless people from the shelter there. And I live downtown. I've seen some of these cats for years, and I know them at least on name. No, what up, Tuki? What up, Tuki? What's up, that? What's up, the glass eye? Well, Tuki. Well, that's the thing. They were telling me they were like these are some of the, and they like there, and they're like, oh yeah, these are these are some of the people that we've uh, we've helped out. And I literally came by, and the dude was like, "What's up, Miguel?" And he's a homeless dude. I was like, "What's up? What's up, Gray?" And oh, I was like shaking his hand. Explosion! And it was so good because I was pussy talking to, soaking wet. Oh, I just talking to them for a minute, and I was talking to the two dudes that I knew that were from the shelter that were there. She started just finger banging herself. Right? It wasn't there. even that. It was just the dude like realized. It was just for that moment. It was just like, yeah, bro, I am these streets. You I know, am like, the streets, you know, like, bitch. and I know it wasn't that, but it was check that. in, bitch. I'm Miguel Colon. I am these streets. It was the moment where I was like, you talking to me about these people, like, like there's some animals you don't know at the zoo, and these are the, these homeless dudes from my neighborhood. I see them all the time. We I talk. love it, and it was nice, man, because it wasn't anything big, but it was just like cool. You're trying to impress us with what you've done. I know these cats. I talk to them daily. Yeah. We break bread. You know, I come out of the Seven Eleven. I bring food. It's like for those them. movies of like the hot chick who's like dating this hot rich dude and there's like this average dude that pulls up like a Polly Shore movie he's like, Oh yeah. you wanna fucking date this guy? And then she's like, Well, he actually he actually rubs his love letters on coffee, coffee. grains and burns the end and you don't ever do it to me, Paul. And your Ferrari stinks like shit and I hate it. It's yeah. like it's like uh the the good old movie uh fucking wedding singer. Yeah. Old Drew. Old Drew Barrymore. She 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 leaves her fucking hot rich douchebag boyfriend to go get with an average joe yeah, the thing that people get man is money does go a long way so try to make it please try to make it listen put, it, yeah i will say but this. there's other things that you can work to i have slightly become on a very small scale the guy i've always hated because when you're young 18 19 21 years old you're trying to get with those hot girls but there's all these older dudes in their 30s who got the money, who can afford to take the bitch out to Olive Garden, and you can't compete with that. So you're like, <laughs> the old damn Olive you, Olive Garden, old fucking rich ass, rich ass Lexus driving with nice chrome rims, motherfucker. And then as you get old, you're like, well, I have the position to kind of maybe be that guy. You know, Maybe I could one day get my shit together and get me a Lexus with chrome rims, take a bitch out to Olive Garden. And then you see all these young motherfuckers hating you. Damn that fat motherfucker. That's like when we first, I remember when we first met with the uh, reporter from Orlando Weekly, uh, who turned out to be a douche. By the but, way, me and Miguel were uh, real deal writers we were hired for like a month. for the Orlando Weekly, and then they got pissed off because one of our demands tell, was- Tell, just quickly, touch on that. We, uh- 
Tell them our demands. Yeah, we wanted to have an office. This is hold on. This is a real deal journalistic job. Huge numbers, physical print newspapers spread all over Central Florida. Take it from there. We told them we want an office. It doesn't have to be a real office. It could be a I want fucking, the uniform. Yeah, it could be a janitor's closet. But you will have our names there. And on the, the hipster thing. dude's like, so like, what do you want like a office for? I was like, are you like coming in? I was like. No. no, we just want. We, we just may want never to, come in. We, we just, just want, want a picture with it. And then he's like talking to us, like you know, I could pay you guys fifty dollars. Like we don't want money for this. We don't care. What we want to be able to do is. We, and then we were telling at the time we we're like, this is the funniest thing because now that guy I saw he was in charge of some of their digital stuff. But we were saying we want to write a story that's short, and then we want to be able to forward it to a video where we do like a blog that's longer, explaining about it. He's like, yeah, it's not what we're looking for. I was like, that's cool. We 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 gave him all these options. And it just didn't work. But the best part about the meeting with him, the best part about the meeting with him is we, we met downtown on a little street and we're sitting outside talking and every couple minutes somebody's coming by like, what's up, Mike Busey? What's up, Mike Busey? Like talking. And this dude's literally with like this he cat t-shirt. He rode his bicycle. He's got, a, he's got a handlebar mustache, a kitten t-shirt. He rode his bicycle and he's like, well, you know, the thing is like, you know, we're, we're a big magazine. We got a lot of, we got a lot of readers. So I, I know that we want to do something with you, but will, will people read it? And literally the whole meeting, people are like, yo, Mike Busey, I love you. They were, love they're you. giving you two Miguel yeah, love. But, but, they were giving both his love. But the thing is, he's asking us like, are they going to read the article? We're like, we're sitting down here and about 20 people have come by saying, what's up, Mike Busey? what's up like yeah they're gonna fucking read it man like like give us all we wanted i told me we said give us a janitor's closet that's not a real office just put a thing on there that's and a, a stapler that, oh, yes yeah, and then take a picture let us come want in my there stapler. that's what we want we wanted to come in there and take a picture with us pretending like we had a real office and have the janitor's well, well, closet. i, I wanted miguel as every other hipster motherfucker who went to college for journalism to look over and see our fucking desk <laughs> covered in dust and be like who the fuck are these guys? You give them a fucking job. I got a college degree. I wanted to use it like a mob uh, W2 job. Like, no, I'm a, I'm a writer. Look at my desk. Sometimes I come in yeah, there. Yeah, I wanted to say we're a writers. Like, Mike Busey, producer, director, talent. And you know what we did to celebrate when we closed that deal? Because we closed it that night. We went and hung out with Aaron Fector, the creator of the Rocket Fire Explosion, the uh, animatronics from uh, Showbiz, Showbiz Pizza. Pizza, Chuck E. Cheese. And uh, that, that was amazing. Well, the funny thing was, is that they went from, well, I don't know. I don't know if I told you this. I think you kind of know, but we, I don't know if we ever talked about it. But um, as we like signed the deal, they had a Christmas party oh. like weeks later. And he kind of like reluctantly said, hey, I know you, like, you haven't like started yet, but we're having it as a Christmas party. Orlando Weekly has rented this whole like bar downtown and it's like open. the Cheyenne saloon or something yeah it was it? like a super legit thing and they're like and it's open bar i was like did you say open bar this so, sauce castle seven days everybody yeah i'm like oh shit i'm ready to fucking jack a motherfucker off for a margarita you dig so i showed up to this thing blasted i i didn't even because you came for the magic coming. game didn't you come for the magic game there i came from something i don't remember yeah. what it was but i had two two baddies with me and we're drinking, we're fucking partying, we show up to like a journal, a journalistic fucking rager, which was like, ah, yeah, I like Coldplay too. <laughs> and they're in there fucking drinking their fucking mojitos and shit. I come in, I walk by, and I forget there's actually that party. And you're like, yo, Mike. And I look and I see all these banners, Orlando Weekly. And I'm like, oh, like, oh shit. I work for them. I'm their fucking newest writer. Let's go. I'm like, girls, you want to come? They're like, yeah. So I'm in there, it's open bar, and all of a sudden the rest of the the team is there. 
the guy who hired me and Miguel, who was in charge of the whole like news organization, was like, yeah, well, you can come to this if you want to. And I guess he didn't actually show up. And then I wanted to fucking be like taking Jaeger bombs of all these like fucking dudes and these young journalistic cats. And they're like, oh, man, you got a lot of followers. Holy shit, man, you're going to kill it. And I was like, oh, man, wait till you meet my guy, Miguel. We're going to fucking squash it. But we're like, I was kind of like, yeah, we're going to. I was like, hey, pack it up, guys. There's a, there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, this is our magazine. I didn't say too much, but basically I got drunk as fuck and made friends with everyone at the fucking, at the fucking party that worked there. I don't even know who they were. And a bunch of their sponsors, too. So the next day, like the whole vibe, like changed. Like, oh, I heard you went to the party. This is the the, the, guy, the head, yeah. the the chief editor. He's like, wow, you made quite an impression on the staff. Uh, I heard your some of your ladies pulled their titties out several times, and you invited them all back to your house to get drunk. <laughs> next thing you know, uh, he started getting a little more spicier with me and Miguel. Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to meet this deadline. We're like, hey, listen, Gumshoe, we make the deadlines yeah. around here. Like. And we wrote a story on uh, on uh, uh, homeless holidays. Yeah, uh, uh, a homeless guy I took out and spoiled and limos and new suits, haircuts, massages, cheeseburgers, and fucking blowjobs and popping bottles and shopping. And we wrote the most. Um, do you do you know where we could find that? I might the have text? the e- I might have the email somewhere where please, because uh, if you if you don't know if you're not a member of mightbeast.com, we just uh, put a new thing on the on the. The homepage of the member section, it's basically a blog. We're calling it the feed, okay, for you young cats. We're going to be putting all the news, the newest videos, photos, stories. So it's what you're going to see at the very uh, top of the member section. And maybe we should uh, copy and paste that old email, maybe proof it a little bit more. I'm going to see if I can find it. But it's an amazing story. So this guy went from, like, kind of hating on us to, like, literally sucking our dicks. Like, oh, my God, you guys were right. This is an amazing story, which is like a podcast that we have of a a story in text form. And we give them like photos, videos of the whole thing. And then I remember like we started taking talking numbers. And at the time I was had a relationship with the people at Vice. And I was like, yeah, how much is a how much does a writer get paid? Like, well, Mike, I was talking to my fucking gay friend, Mitchell. He was like, well, Mike, it depends on how many words it is and how many followers you have. And we're like, oh, well. Well, according to my math here, and we weren't really doing it for the money, but the guy was kind of like... I just found it. He was, did you really? Yeah. No fucking I got. Way. Let me read this part, too. Uh, Re- read it. You can read the whole thing. Tis I'm not going to read the whole story. Uh, I'm going to read the email after we set the story. Hey, Mike, this is great. It's funny, heartwarming, and a little fucked up. Perfect. Sorry I had to leave a little early Friday night, but I'm glad you and Adam got to party. I'm having our, <laughs> I'm having our art guy come up with a few sketches for it. Okay, that's one of the things that we had a big beef with. They wanted to give it a corny title, and they wanted to draw this stupid sketch of you. Yeah, we were like, like trying to have creative control. We're like, no, this is not what it is. I remember yeah. that. I don't he, remember exactly what it was. He's like, do you want to go with sausage stories, or did you have something else in mind? Which I'm not going to lie. We kept being like, sausage stories lame, sausage stories lame. And then like day before it came out, me and Mike were like, I, I'm cool with sausage stories. Like, yeah, I'm fine no, with it too. that's what it was. We didn't sign some last piece, because we were like technically going to become legal employees of this, this news publication, you know, which was a big deal here in Central Florida. What else did they say? Anything good in there? This is just the letter on the. I have the whole uh, wow. story about homeless Kelly. Wow. Fucking, yeah. We were we were so the moral story is guys 
we would like to be if you ever see us in public we want you to respect us and and can you need to uh, refer to us as writers put respect on our name okay. we're journalists journalists we're journalistic writers okay guys Oh, I remember one other thing I said. I was, we need a press pass because we were just going to use it to show a place. Like, or oh, the I press. Got this. Oh, yeah, we wanted press passes too. Hey, here's where it gets spicy. You want to read the spicy email? Yeah, please do. Mike, first off, you got to respond to emails quicker. <laughs> I could have walked to your house and got an answer and walked back to Orlando faster than how it long it took you to respond. If you want to work together, we have to communicate better. I've had the graphic designer sitting around waiting for a final answer on this project for 14 days. Lies. Not cool. Let's do this again. That being said, we need to finish this thing so we can get it on the door online. I like the moments with Mike Busey. Uh, what do you think about precious moments with Mike Busey? And then we responded back, no, we don't like precious moments with Mike Busey. Uh, and then I responded back. Which I kind of like that now. Yeah, it's pretty good. Let's, let's go with the whole thing. Uh, hey, email them back, Miguel. Tell yeah, them it's a green it's light. A go. <laughs> hey, that would be so good. Hey, and I'm going to email it with a response to this. So he's like, you know, 14 days. Now it's six years later or whatever. <laughs> Five it's been about later. that. Yeah, it's been it about was, five wow. or six. It was May 11th, 2016. Wow. The, the moments we were real journalists. Now, this, I'm glad we brought this up. I'm glad you saw that yeah. you found the email because I know I couldn't have found my shit. But uh, yeah, man, fucking, we had a dream and we lived it. Here's and a podcast request somebody uh, hit you up with. 2016. 2016. It was a- Hey, uh, you responded. Hey, we're Ralph. gonna do a show. And I was reading our emails. Yeah, this is the response. I just found this next to the Orlando Weekly thing. It just made me laugh because it's, hey, Ralph, I'd love to be a guest on your show, but unfortunately, I don't want to do a sh- or I don't do any shows unless they're they're in person. That is so Mike Busey. It doesn't matter. It's anyone. true. <laughs> hey, you know how many uh fucking Zoom calls I've refused over this? Co- I did I did Tom and Dan because those are the homies. Yeah. I could have done so many podcasts since this whole COVID thing. I said, nah, dog. I'm not going to talk to some corny radio dude like, hey, what's going on with this? Mike, I heard you threw crazy parties. No, I want to fucking look into your eyes and feel your energy and you feel mine. And I want to be able to like, obviously I have shitty, horrible internet. And I want everyone to email Elon Musk right now at starlink.com. Go to starlink.com. Put in my address. I'm looking to make sure and this guy's I get podcast service. didn't blow the fuck up. Like, I'm looking. He'd be like, you remember Ralph from the Exploded show? Oh, no. He goes by the name Joe Rogan now. You know? Oh, he goes by the guy in Joe Rogan. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. We were writers for a brief moment in time. But we're still podcast hosts. And, it made, and here's the thing. And this is. And back me up or, or yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Those hipster writer motherfuckers. They spent all that mom and dad money going to school. And thinking that's what they're gonna do, me and you just just said fuck it. We're like we know we have something to contribute. We contributed it. They hated us, and then they read it and they're like, "Wow, this is amazing." And then they hated us even more because then we weren't fucking trying to go through their corporate bullshit. Fucking, we didn't play by their rules, and that is the failure of me and the success of me. When internet became popping. And YouTube came around, and I started posting videos of me fucking hoes, and my friend getting blowjobs that just got back from jail, and us blowing things up. All these things you weren't supposed to do. I just did it. And those things became really popular and very talked about. And that was, I would like to think, or I would educatedly 
evaluate that that was probably the reason why it kind of blew up in some areas. But at the same time, it's also what held me down because if I wanted to be one of these fucking cookie cutter PG-13 YouTube fuckers, I'd probably be driving a Lamborghini right now and whatever. But I spent all my Lamborghini money on fucking corn man and every other crazy thing that i thought would be cool and i could share with people you only put one other person in a fucking lambo yeah that's it man I mean, that's, that's, it. A, that's thing. a selfish thing that's the most selfish, selfish thing you could buy a you could buy a tank for that price you could fit a couple <laughs> motherfuckers in that you could buy you know how many fucking 94 fucking econ launch vans you could paint leopard print van you could spend 15, 12 to 15 people in that i would rather own an rv a fucking tour bus Granted, I'm not trying to shit on anyone who owns a Lambo. Cool. Been in a bunch. Don't fit in them very well. When I crawl out of them at a parking spot, oh, the, I look like an asshole. The worst thing whenever I've gotten anyone. Like a fucking whale on whale getting drug up the back. Like, it's a dead whale. Whenever I've, I've had the, the, the privilege of riding in anyone who has like a Lambo, my two shoulders touch the sides of the seat, but my back in the middle doesn't touch the middle. Yeah. And so same. The same, whole ride, I'm like, this same. is. Too, I can't do this. But you know what we got to do? Don't we no, gotta no. come to an end, Miguel? This this it's is just, one of my favorite shows. I, me too, man. I feel like but let's keep. I feel like there were some stories that I thought I had been already told, but then maybe you'll correct me later off camera. I'm like, yeah, Mike, you already told that story three times. Nothing too much, but we got to put it into it. <laughs> well, we gotta- guys, um, I can't thank y'all enough. We we had I had posted something on there. I was like, yeah, who actually listens to the second hour? And we had so many people that, that said, yeah, that's me. And we we had one individual, uh, some dude. He's a trucker. He's like, I listen to all of it. And shit like that, really, really, I don't know about Miguel. I'm, I'm sure I can speak for him yeah. in this situation. It means a lot to us. And, guys, if you if you do listen to the podcast, make a video of yourself listening to the podcast. Put it on the Facebook page. We love that. Or if you have Mike Busey's number because you've listened to enough podcasts, send just him a text Just text me a video. It. Yeah. Yeah. Miguel, you just did a, a a TV show right before you got here. I did, man. You were here all day, worked, went and did a TV show, and it came back to do this. And that I'm is excited. a fucking true hustler. Right and when there. it uh, when I get the clips from it airs, we're gonna put it up on uh, on the site too, so you'll be able to check it out. Well, what t- can you tell us what the show was? Yeah, it's called Funny Not Famous. Uh, it's a uh, it's a channel called Afro, which is an Xfinity Bright House channel, uh, second largest African American channel in the U.S. And, oh hell yeah! Yeah, and they basically uh, they but they had a, a comedy show called Funny Not Famous where they feature stand up comics that uh, are re- are doing really well but aren't famous yet. So they try to get them breaking before they come out. And I had the pleasure of working on there with my homeboy James Yon, Ken Miller. I love uh, I love Black. James Yon. James Yon is my favorite. Yeah, man, and it was a. Uh, it was a big deal, man. So uh, when I have it all set up, we're going to air it out. James already said, he said he gives, James is running the show. He put the show together, created the show. He's the showrunner, producer of the show. And he told me straight up, he's like, when I get the clip, he's like, the day after it airs on TV, I will give you your clip to air on uh, the website. That's awesome. So that's what's up, man. And then we're going to have you on his show. He's got a show called The Lowdown. Uh, we're going to have you on that show soon because he's a big fan of yours. And, uh, you know, the hood loves Mike Busey. Hey, you know, I fuck with the streets. Hey! Hey, on behalf of myself, Jeff, uh, the deviant sexual bastard, Steven and Chris, and of course the man himself, Mike Busey, I want to thank you guys for listening. Become a member, watch us, you can see it, and we're going to come up with some exclusive content. We recorded like the first 30 minutes before we actually went on air, technically. Maybe we'll release uh, the pre-show. Maybe we'll release... You know, pre-show is the most potent show, too. Yeah, that's like the no filter. We're like, oh yeah, well, this one time I was fucking this bitch in a dumpster. So, yeah, if you're a member, not only do you get to see years of uncensored content, 
but you get to come to the fucking parties, and I get to watch this podcast. So if you are uh, secretly in the bottom of a basement somewhere uh, with a giant comfort over your head and a couple mattresses because you don't want your fucking friends and family to hear what you're listening to, we want to thank you and Frank and friends who have been listening to this show quietly. And we love that you love it, and we appreciate you, and thank you, all those members who make all this fucking possible. The members literally bought every fucking camera in here. So if you're not a member, you need to go find one and say thank you for letting me, uh, thank you for feeding and supporting a movement that's been going for fucking 20 fucking years. I'm nothing without you guys. Thank you so fucking much. You employ multiple Americans. Some of them, I don't know if, quite sure if they're 100% legal citizens but you employ people you support a business and you made a fat motherfucker with a small dick and a giant ass head and some huge teeth 